At Hi, My Name is Mom, we spend a lot of time trying to incorporate moms with very different family dynamics. Today on the podcast, we have my good friend Robin Levy from Real Housewives of New Jersey. And as the co-head of a two-mom family, Robin has both a very unique and simultaneously totally relatable family story. We talked about things that had Kayla crawling under the table. She legit, No, she legitimately <laughs> was under the table. I'm yeah. still under the table. You, you do not want to miss this one. Kayla, you should really come out from under the table. We are wives. Entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives, and at the end of the day, we are all moms, all at the same time and never in the same order. <laughs> this is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. If you want to support our podcast, which we're hoping we you, do, you do, right? Mom supporting moms. The best way you can help us out is to shop our affiliate links, which we have dropped right in the description of today's episode. And lastly, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Hi, My Name is Mom Official. We've been talking about having you on for a long time. I've heard honestly. a lot about you. Oh, I know all about you guys too. I don't even oh, I don't even really know how to introduce Robin except to say this is the incredible Robin Levy. She and I've been friends for a long time. I mean, we met, I think in 2015, 2016, something like that during the Real Housewives of New Jersey season five or six Seven. casting. Seven? Yeah. Oh, geez, it goes back. So Robin and I have known each other forever, but we have actually never met until very recently. You guys might have seen. You posted a video. Yeah, on our socials. We had never met in person, and her oh incredible gosh. wife, Christina, um, booked her a trip to Nashville for her birthday. It was the best surprise ever. When I saw Jen, I, can I say anything I want? Yes, yes. Okay. I literally thought I was going to sh my pants when I, when I saw her. <laughs> I was so excited because like, who do, who do you get off the phone with? And you tell them every time you get off the phone that you love them, but you never met them before. I know. Okay, so I just turned 40, so I'm just gonna throw that out there. But I'm from um, New Jersey originally, and I was born and raised in Montville, which is where all that housewife stuff comes from, and, and that's why I got in the mix of all that pro uh, those oh problems. Oh my gosh. Um, she was always and, the problem. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That's totally and, not true. It's fine. <laughs> it's your fault. You casted me for there the show. I've been married to my wife for. Like, we're going to be married 10 years together, 16 years. Wow. And yeah, it's crazy. And uh, we have a three and a seven year old. Well, one, of the, one of the reasons we've been excited to talk to you, in addition to all of the other amazing things that Jen has always spoken so highly of you about, is because oh. we can really only talk about what we experience in mom, mom life to the extent that we've experienced it. And you have a different perspective because you are raising a different kind of family. And one of the things we want to do on the podcast is make sure that we're like hearing the voices of moms everywhere, because our whole thing is there is not one way to parent. There oh, are family a dynamics. billion ways to parent. And, and I'm actually particularly intrigued about what a two mom dynamic is like, because I grew up in a pretty, you know, nuclear family sort of <laughs> yeah. thing. You know, it was like mom, dad, two kids. And then I don't know, about a decade ago, my parents separated and my mom has dated women ever since. And she has this partner who we just adore. And everybody is like amazing friends. We all do. We all do, you know, holidays and everything together. And everyone's super happy. And I love love that my kids get to see a different version of love within our family um like the rainbow exactly yeah. <gasps> is that where the rainbow comes from yep i made it actually it came shooting <laughs> right out of my ass 
I've never heard of that. Okay, I, I just love so anyway. you more than ever. I love you in this moment. <laughs> No, I oh meant I meant with pride. I, is that where the rainbow? Co- like I never put that together. I literally just made that up. I, oh, I mean, that I was am, very. This is the thing about me being gay. I'm like not gay and like very gay. Like, <laughs> the stories. After that's how my mom is. True. Like I. That's exactly not, how my yes, mom is. That's your mom. Yeah. Like it's just for me. Like it's. Gay is just like it's love. Like I mean, you totally. Know, be, you know, being a lesbian or bisexual or transgender and all the things, you have to just be you, right? And so I, I like women, you know. But like I've also well, women are sexy men. who it's, wouldn't like women. I mean, to be quite frank. Well, I mean, there are women who don't like to be with other women, which I find is amazing. <laughs> just because even if you don't want to live with one, you should at least have that experience just so you're a happier person. Like, I'm in my list opinion. to do but list for 2022. Yeah. <laughs> What'd she say? Now I know why Robin said, let's go to real screen together. Um, oh, yeah, that. You said every woman needs to be with a woman to experience happiness. Is that what she said? So awesome. So yes. I have to tell you real quick. The other day, okay, so I spray tan Jen, and this is really funny. I, I haven't gotten to tell her this story or okay, show her these. I'm just, photos. I'm just gonna, I'll, I'm gonna share you a funny story. So I spray tan Jen the other day. She's gonna text you right I'm now. I'm gonna send you the picture. And so Jen's naked in my bathroom. I spray tan um, Adrian's name on her butt. Like I literally, <laughs> I literally got my cricket out and typed out Adrian, printed off a sticker that said Adrian, put it on her butt, and then spray tan over it. So, anyways, Jen's naked in my bathroom. She leaves her coffee on the nightstand on my husband's side of the bed and so like what's so funny is was it last night or two nights it was two nights ago he's like who had Starbucks like next to the bed on my nightstand I'm like oh that's Jen's and he knew you were naked he's like so Jen's naked in our room but somehow she ended up in our bed and I'm like no I'm like no Evie was watching uh, Coco Melon in our bed with Loxley and he's like he's like so Jen's naked walking around with her coffee in our bed spray tan with her kids I'm like something like that I go I promise you it's no shenanigans he's like I'm here for it <laughs> oh my god I love it oh. and Jen I just got your picture your ass looks good by that's the way. what I said no, I'm like your ass looks not. amazing you guys can say that all you want it does and no. it's still and true I was very up close and personal my ass might be okay but my you know, eyes are not you know what's amazing is that I wasn't with them I was out of town and I get this I get this text and it's a photo and it wasn't yet it wasn't yet of the actual like tattoo looking thing it was Kayla's head pretty much in I'll Jen's ass with Loxley on my boob and then she's like well, take one guess you at what- missed your moment you Seriously. guys missed your moment Clearly. Seriously, you missed it. you were right there that is a good <laughs> picture we <laughs> share that one come on Jen you look great with a spray tan I would have done ya thanks I'm so glad that's like the ultimate actually I love it well we definitely talk about <laughs> yeah. girl crushes that we have and yeah. just in general I mean women are hot that's what I think. I, mean, I would say, rather like, I like, there are all variables, right? Nothing has to be black or white. Yeah, or, it can be a little you know, fluid. Like, you know, like, right. there's so many ways. Like, I've been with men. I've had long-term relationships with men. I mean, it's not like I don't like men. I Like, Jen has heard me say this before, <laughs> but I actually, like, a real hot man, like, I would sleep with. But, like, I kind of think men are like a gorgeous painting that, like, I could stare at. And like look at real close. Like, you wow, know what's interesting is that's that, that's how I feel about women. They're curvy and beautiful and just like I don't know. I just think women's bodies are 
gorgeous and men's bodies i mean let's be honest like balls are not necessarily like no. they're hey <laughs> look at the they balls on that one there. <laughs> i just said Listen, that on- if, if guys could cut off their bottom part like during like so we don't have to look at it specifically and then attack like a woman like we attach it when it's necessary like, <laughs> oh it. my gosh they, wait, we attach you. what attach when it necessary. attach it <laughs> think about it <laughs> you know what I mean? Attach it's it when it's necessary. Regularly. <laughs> okay, she's okay, Robin. She's the one who was like, guys, we got to do a whole episode about sex, and then bailed on the episode because she was like, I'm not talking not about sex. Yeah, do it. she wouldn't do the episode. Well, we yeah. should we should try to make her as uncomfortable as we possibly can. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more that there's just so many different types of love and there's different, just like maybe you, you're mostly a vegetarian, but you want to have a little meat here and there. <laughs> now see, I am a vegetarian and I only eat shrimp. So see? that's yeah. meat. See, so you know what? There, You can dice it up any way you want. But, oh but what I am really curious about is with the mom dynamic, we talk a lot about like that you know that wife husband dynamic and and it it tends to be like it kind of falls in the same places in terms of the roles we kind of naturally take on it's been a little different in our house because of adrian being a stay-at-home dad for so long you guys have swapped yeah yeah yeah, we've swapped a lot not (laughs) yeah Was it where you put the keys in the bucket and then the keys oh, yeah. that you pull out? One of those That's parties. A, oh, I actually went to New Jersey for that. Oh that was like a thing. Right, this, right, oh, right. Great. Blame it on New Jersey. Blame okay. it on. You know what I really want to ask you? Yep. What? what are the ridiculous questions people like to ask you because you are a two mom family? What are the cringers? Oh, like men always tell me just in general that, oh, you're a lesbian. Me too. And it's just so dumb. Oh, God. Like, that's a terrible you know, joke. It's like, such a constant thing. Oh, who, like people don't really ask me in our relationship who's the guy so much because we're both very feminine. When you look at us, you're not like, oh, you must be the dude. Now that my hair is shorter, I mean, people might. I think I'm the dude, but like, I'm not the dude. I'm definitely not the dude. No. But like, I love you that somebody what? has to be the dude well, in the I'm mind just, of someone, that's right? That's true. Because I'm going to tell be you, dude. Robin was like the Botox queen. Like, I'm t- Christina just had it for the first time. So there are these things that like, why would you ever think that someone is, this is the role that you fill, this is the role that you fill. But we also do talk about in a family dynamic, there are different roles people fill no matter what, right? Sure. So, so like something like that would be like, I will not. And by the way, we both pretty much will jump in at any given time to do anything. But like, I will not take out the garbage no matter how high it is. Like, no matter what, no matter what's happening in the world, no. Like I said to Christina, if you want to get pregnant, you can get pregnant, but you have to take out the garbage until you literally give birth. That was your deal? <laughs> Ultimatum. Exactly. You take out garbage I, forever, but you get to be pregnant. Right, right, right. And then, like, but I, like, I cook. Like, I'm, like, that person. We both clean. We both, like, she does sports way more than I do, even though I'm very athletic. I don't, like, I'm not, like, a soccer mom. I also do not like talking to moms. I'm not, uh, like, you're not alone you in that. I mean, I, yes, she does. Do Just us? Literally <laughs> don't like moms. Like, uh, I have my friends that are moms, but like, I don't want to be put in a circle with moms and be like, these should be your friends because they're a mom. And you I actually, mm, I agree with I that. I agree with that 100%. relate to that so much. Jen invited me to a meetup one time oh, when geez. I was pregnant. 
And um, <sighs> and she was like, oh, you need to meet all these moms. And they were very nice. But I was pregnant at the time and we had like such a rough <laughs> journey getting pregnant. I thought I was in hell. I'm oh, sitting so I'm sitting here. I'm like, I want to gouge my eyes out right now. If one more MLM tries to like sell yes. me juice plus, there was one there's one person there that I think we both get along with really, really well. But in general, it turned yeah. out to be an MLM thing and I didn't realize that. And so they're all like, You want a healthy pregnancy, you need to you need to take oh, this and this Lord. and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I am I am not the mom friend person. I'm yeah. a, I want my yeah. friends and then I'm hang out with their kids. Way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the, uh, but by the way, I'm the more social of the two. Like I can jump into any conversation no matter where I am and like make it work. Like I'm a networker. Just that's my, what I do. She is an career. entrepreneur. She is a get done If you it. want someone on your like if if you want to work with someone who will just check all the boxes immediately get stuff done she's the queen i just get oh, it done that's really nice of yeah. you to say thank you christina's the one that works outside of the home all the time i mean you work full time obviously but from home so she yeah, works so outside my the wife, home wife um she's a physical therapist and also owns her own company and i I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a content creator. I, I have a few deals right now with some different production companies for different shows. And my background is everything. So I was able to utilize all those relationships that I built in business and kind of carry them into creating content for TV. So I and I'm a video editor, so I'm, I'm able to do a lot of things. She's what we call a multi hyphenate in the TV world. Mm hmm. Lots of lots of things. When I was on the Housewives, like I was the worst kind of person to try to become a housewife. Like I am so normal in a not normal way, but like I just want to keep it real. I don't want to fight with you. Let's talk it out. Let's be good oh people. Gosh. And like they didn't want me on that show. Let's be real. <laughs> like, you know, so like I was not, but that was a great learning experience for me. And then it kept me, I went to school to be a video editor and I worked for MTV and casting before that. And then I kind of got caught off guard doing other things. And I realized, wait a minute, this is something I'm so passionate about. And here I am kind of thanks to Housewives bringing me full circle with all these deals. So like, I'm in a really good spot because of it. So you can get good out of things that may not be the best experience. With Jen also teaches me a whole bunch of like work. She will tell me like, she'll tell me, I'll ask her a question about something about TV. And I always take notes and Google the words <laughs> that she's telling me. <laughs> Facts. I never know what, like, she, whatever that word was she just said. Like, no. I just said facts. <laughs> so what I do is I listen to what Jen says. I write it down. I Google it. I learn. <laughs> I then, and then I go into a meeting and I use all the words that she said and they think I know what I'm talking about. Okay. So I will say that I am probably the most vanilla of us that in the sense that I was raised in a very small town where I, I don't have enough diversity around me or anything. And so I am so intrigued about your story and just starting to learn how, like the process of when you guys decided, okay, we're going to have kids. I mean, it's not like you can just traditionally just say, Oh, whoops, I'm pregnant. So, I mean, it has to be a conversation. What does that process look like? Yeah, um, I'll tell you all about that. Yeah, that I'm I'm so intrigued and excited to hear about that. 
sure. So first off, like we always thought I was going to be the only one of the two of us that was going to be pregnant just because of like she wanted to be a mom, but she didn't really want to ever be pregnant. And I knew like since I was like came out of the womb that I wanted to have a baby. Like, I always knew that about myself. So no matter who I married, I knew that that was going to happen. So anyway, what we decided to do uh, after a lot of discussion was find a donor that was an what they call an open quote unquote donor, which means that your child at the age, I believe it's 18, they can call the sperm bank and and that the sperm bank will then reach out to the donor and then the donor will let you know if they're willing to let you contact them. Oh. And a closed donor means that don't try, even try to call the sperm bank because there's no way to find out any further information than what you're given at that time when you pay to find out. Um, so um, Christina at first didn't really want to do that because, you know, at first, since I was going to be the only one carrying Christina, I think, you know, to be really honest and transparent, I think that she felt um, a little uncomfortable if the kids were to reach out at a certain age, then she would feel left out because then biologically the child wasn't hers. Although, of course, she's the mother of the children and like our kids worship Christina. So my my thought on that was kind of like, well, let's put it. You know, let's be selfless in this because it may be harder for our children than, you know, a man and a woman having a baby together. So let's give them the opportunity to make their own decisions, you know, when they're adults, instead of feeling like we're holding them back from finding out something they might want to know. Can I ask a medical question with that? So when you use a sperm donor, do you get their medical history, even if their name and information is undisclosed? Oh, this is a good story. Yeah, yeah. So you get you get all of their information. Okay. And we, there's one sperm bank that actually will give you, you know, everything's about money. So like, if you pay the most amount of money, you can see them as like an adult, like to an degree, like, like online like dating, like, like for your baby. Gosh, yeah. Like yeah, like I'm like okay, obviously it's looks like tender are the most sperm. <laughs> Oh my God. Like I'm gonna swipe right, swipe right on this baby. Well, What's all I'm, this medical stuff you speak of? Looks are the number one. Oh, well, I probably would want to look. Oh, look? Are you kidding? It's everything. What if I? What if I see that the kid is cute as a baby, and then they look like a psychopath when they're 20 years old? Like they're out, right? Like they have crazy eyes or some weird. God. Someone was telling me that when they were um, when they were talking like looking into donor sperm that they found it kind of creepy that you could see the baby picture of the sperm that's about to be inside of you. Well, yeah, I mean, it is it is odd, right? But so what we what we found was okay, we found a model. <laughs> I mean, like you do. Why wouldn't you so if you I have that like, option? I right. So I was like, if they don't look like me, then they should look like that. That's good. Like I like the way that looks. I'm gonna Google listen, your kids right Christina, now. If I'll show you. I would have sex with him, then he could be a baby daddy. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Okay, and so, so did you use your eggs? So yeah, so what ended up happening was we used my eggs. I got pregnant with our oldest son, Jake. And then after I got pregnant, Christina, well, I should say while I was pregnant, Christina was like holding my belly and we lay in bed and she's like, oh my God, like this is the coolest thing I've ever felt. Like, I can't believe there's a person inside of you. So she's like, I think I want to do this. Like, I'm never going to have an opportunity. Like, if I don't do it now, like, when will I ever? So I was like, you know, if you want to, you should. Like, this is, you should. Um... So what ended up happening was I we we decided that she was going to get her eggs removed. But Christina 
Christina has the BRCA gene. So that oh, means BRCA gene means yeah. that she has the gene where she, her family, a lot of them have passed away from ovarian and breast cancer. So what we did was we made these embryos and then we got them all tested to find the healthiest ones, realizing that our children could end up having the BRCA gene. So we just chose whichever embryo was the healthiest and it ended up being my embryo, which were the healthiest. But the best part about that was that Christina got to carry and the boys are 100% blood brothers. So like, oh, as they, that is so they have beautiful. the same donor. Yeah. Right. So Christina got to carry, uh, which was, she's the most beautiful pregnant person. She gained 25 pounds. It was so annoying. And I gained 80 pounds and I was a fat kid. (laughs) Like it was totally unfair. And by the way, Christina got her breasts removed and her ovaries removed right um, after she she doesn't have any of her body parts let's put it right. and doctor still said that she should if we have another baby christina should carry because she's a better carrier and i'm like wow. why is she a better carrier she doesn't have any of her parts you know? <laughs> she, she doesn't even have the things <laughs> so was parts, she able you know? to breastfeed but bef- like did she breastfeed before she had it removed Good question. No, so I'm sorry. Christina had her breasts removed before oh, okay. she was pregnant and okay. her ovaries removed before she was pregnant, but she had her eggs removed so that she had the embryo oh. frozen. Oh, okay. So she was not able to breastfeed because she doesn't have okay. any of that, but I tried. I took a stimulant because <gasps> I was really good at breastfeeding Jake, so I tried to do it, but... Like sometimes, if right now, if I squeeze my nipple, a little will come out. Oh, yeah. Right now. yeah. What happened was he, um, Tyler came a bit early, mm-hmm. earlier than we thought. So I was taking the medicine, but I still had many weeks in order for it to start working. Mm. And it, I wasn't ready to really begin the process. And I tried. I put him on my breast and, like, you know, I tried to do it, but I didn't have any luck. So, you know, we, and then we yeah. were going to like buy milk and, for one million dollars or something right. and I was like I'm not spending no million no <laughs> yeah no we're in the camp of you know what fed like, is best oh yeah. fed is oh, best absolutely and I actually didn't know that anyone can lactate under the right circumstances until a a couple who are lesbians that are friends of mine tried to do the same thing where the one who carried the other one um, took the stimulants and then what they told me is that men can actually do that too it's a it's a it's a it's a pill right and actually I'm not even sure it's available in North America wait it is available in Canada right it's, yeah, you get it shipped from overseas. Oh my it's like gosh. a whole thing. Oh, like, wow. I yeah. love I love hearing that that's an option, though, and that someone that's tried it. Because John would really oh my gosh, John, be hot with well, we hot are with We're looking into surrogacy, oh and um, and I breastfeed my one-year-old, but I'm, I love breastfeeding. I, like, I absolutely love it. And so if Me that's too. still an option that I could do if... Um, if we go through surrogacy, I love yeah, that. Yeah, you definitely can. Just You know, you can even take those pills way before just and then you could start pumping and, you know, getting your breasts more acclimated. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was on a timeline that didn't work out. Um, yeah, but you could definitely do it. Thank you for sharing the like medical part of doing all of that just because yeah. I, uh, that's not talked about enough and not I don't want to say normalized because that's totally normal. That's how they had like kids. But it, I love hearing that. On a separate note, like something that we might not have been talking about, but that could be good for your audience, is that my sister's also a lesbian. 
Um, so it was really hard on my parents and not because of that, just that having gay children was hard for my parents and some parents it's easy and some it's not and everyone has their own story, but it was very hard. And so my parents didn't think that they were going to become grandparents. So, you know, I remember like telling my parents that, you know, I wanted to get pregnant when they first met Christina years ago and they were like not happy. Now, now my parents and Christina's parents are best friends. Like they go <gasps> the best story. Literally, like I'm like, oh, ma, can you come over and babysit? She's like, no, I'm going out with Nona. I'm like, no, I need a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So, you know, things can really change, you know, um, but you have to sometimes you have to teach people because some people don't understand and people, you know, are, are closed minded a lot of the time. And you just try to, instead of being angry with them, maybe teach them more. Yeah. Well, that's what I feel yes. like I wanted to hear so much because I'm not closed minded whatsoever, but I definitely don't know a, a ton. Just, well, you don't know what you don't know, which yeah. is one of the reasons we're, yeah. we're having you on Robin, because right. I think you're right. It's like, like, let's just talk about it. Well, right. it's like some questions are cringeworthy, right? But yeah, but asking anything is almost sometimes almost better than, better than silence. It's yeah. so much better yeah. than silence. Yeah. Well, like Christina, my wife, she deals with that a lot. She sees patients and like sometimes they're older and they'll say something. Oh, you married your husband. And like she doesn't like always want to get into it. But then, like, when she thinks about it sometimes, depending on everything is about the scenario, you know, and yeah. your comfort level. You don't want to lose a client, but also, like, f*** you if you're going to leave me yeah. just because I'm gay. Like, it doesn't make her a better or less hard worker or anything. The fact that whatever she does at night and who she comes home to has nothing to do with her work ethic and who she is as a therapist, you know, but people are judgmental. I mean, look at what's happening in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's chaos. And, and it's crazy that people are spending their time worried about what I'm doing. Oh, in I used to say, I remember like, I used to say all the time, like if you are lucky enough in the world, if you're lucky enough to have sex for one hour, a day, right? Which obviously it doesn't an happen. An hour a day? Like, oh my God. One hour? An hour a day? Maybe a, maybe a whole week? <laughs> Think about how many hours are in a week or in a year, right? And people are concerned about what you get to do 20 minutes every third day or whatever. Try two minutes every two weeks. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> that was a joke. Not oh true. It's really two minutes Adrian, every four weeks. That's, that's <laughs> Adrian, Adrian told us recently he he doesn't generally listen to the podcast, so let's see if that changes. Oh, I hope so. Well, now that you're, his name is stuck on your ass, maybe yes. it'll last a little longer. Is it still on there? Mine is. Not really. We put John oh, on Kayla's ass, too. Robin, because so, people because people can be pretty ignorant, how do you approach it with your kids in terms of, you know, ooh, like, like do you talk to them about discrimination and the ignorance that is out there? You know, it's been weird because I've been always like a little nervous to bring it up originally with Jake, who's our older son. And he's like an old soul. He's, yeah, he's but like what what I realize is that because we don't make it weird or not normal, he thinks it's completely normal. So like like somebody will say, oh, what's your dad's name? And I'll hear him on the side. And he'll be like, oh, I don't have a dad. I have two moms. And then yep. they're like, oh, OK. And like that's kind of the way that it is you know but then i hear myself my wife and i both do this which is so weird like we'll joke around this morning we were just doing it before i got on this podcast one of our friends has this gorgeous little girl and they hang out all the time and we're like jake is that your girlfriend you know and, like, and i'm thinking to myself like i'm pushing on him 
Like that you're yes. going to have a girlfriend. Meanwhile, sometimes I'm like, wait a minute. What if you like, oh my God, is this hereditary? It probably is. Right? <laughs> my Me and my sister are both gay. And like, who else knows who's gay in our family that hasn't come out? You know exactly. I mean? So oh like, gosh. you know, you don't know who your kids are and what all their thoughts are when they're little. Because like so many people experiment when they're young and they don't end up maybe becoming bisexual or gay or yeah. what have you. Oh, we talked but about like, this with when, when I had my, yeah. my littlest, we did a gender reveal at a time when it was, uh, a, there was a lot in the press about how, you know, like gender is not necessarily assigned at birth. Sex is assigned at birth. And so we had this whole discussion about how when you're a parent, which I'm sure you've seen with your kids, they kind of they kind of become who they are just because that's who they are. They kind of, you know, like, like I have two little boys and, and then we have a new little girl. So we'll see what, what she's like. But we also talked about how like my boys just love, they love, they want to throw things. They want to drive things. They want to fly things at least right now, but yeah. whatever they want to do, I support it, but it's also seems very difficult to raise a child completely gender neutral because then it's like, well, that's confusing too. It's so you kind of have to, yeah. right? I'm you just have to support like, the way that they go. Exactly. I can't keep up with all of the new words that are. Oh, me neither. I can't. And like, I support, I support everyone for being whatever they want. I can't keep up with the dictionary of new vocabulary in which people can be all that they are only because I'm a busy person. Yeah. Not because I don't want it, it to be fair and I want everyone to have equality. People shouldn't be shamed and people should feel okay walking out of their home being themselves. Like, you know, it's just it's a short life you have to live it's like you know focus on things that matter for your life and to better your life and your family don't make it hard on other people it's really live. yeah that's what you're right. doing at home is is not about anyone else nope no i mean I, that's why i really i'm like why do you care why do you care who why gets you must be you must not have enough to do or think about in your own life if you need to worry about what someone else is doing at home if they're happy you know worry about them if they're an abusive relationship or if they're exactly. if they need help if they need support but if they're happy and making choices of their own will support them that's exactly how i feel i mean i watch like you know there's so many people being abused and women and and, and battered and there's so many problems like, yep i am not anyone's problem i am 100 yep. fine and everyone should be happy that i'm fine your family is so incredible problem, and you know so I, mean? I i hate dare i say typical like your family is just a very traditional family you're just awesome and supportive and you love each other and I'm talking about not just you and Christina and the family that you've created but also your extended family it's just yeah I mean, there's so much very love. enviable like, I am love like yes. love is my whole jam oh. like in this house like there, the it's almost abuse that's how much love it is. Like, <laughs> I grew with their face I am going to kiss you to death I mean, I attack them. I ruin like oh they, they're gosh. You know, like it's like a Dyfus is going to come get me because of it. I swear. Like, oh you know, but I love I just really worship my family. And I just yeah. realize the older I get, I don't need a million friends like I my seven and three year old are my best friends. Well, that's what it's really about on this podcast in general is, you know what, as long as you love your kid, who cares how you raise them? Who cares or how if you have you, them, how you have yeah. them, how they you get into them. your arms, how you're raising them, what you feed them, yep. you know, yeah. what you teach them. As long as you right. love them, our kids go like this, mom, 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 mom. And mom. Loxley's doing so, that now. So, yeah. So do you guys have different mommy names <gasps> Ooh, for each yeah. other? So I'm mommy and she's mama. 
And it's always like that. And they like never mess it up. And it was very like out of the gate kind of a thing. But now I'm realizing like at this age that I'm at now, I would never call my, I refer to my mom as mommy. Like if but I you would never sister, call her mommy now. But I'm I see like, hi mommy. Like, no, that. so now I'm like, I am calling ma because I call my mom ma all the time. Like I always yell ma like all the time. So I, so I'm like, well, what are we going to call you, Christina? Because <laughs> you can't be. Oh, so they're calling you Ma and not Christina Ma. Because I would think you would be shortened to Mom and I Christina would be, be shortened, shortened to, ma. to Ma. Yeah. But I want to be Ma. So now I'm going to really confuse the shit <laughs> in my entire family. <laughs> so are they doing it? Are they calling you Ma or is it still Mommy? No, no nothing. I like Mommy until Aww. they're 27 and yes. they still need me to clean their tushies and, and everything. There is something Aww. special about that because there is a point in a little kid's life where they stop saying mommy. Yeah. Almost all, almost all kids, right? They stop saying mommy. Yeah. They shorten it <sighs> to mama or mom or something else. And it is kind of, it's a very slow shift, yeah. but it is a yeah. heartbreaking shift when you realize and you look back that you've heard mommy for the last time. It's Ooh. like, yeesh. That yeah, but you also, my heart. It, yeah, know. you know, those are the kind of things we've talked about where you're like, you pick them up and you never put them down. But at the same time, when that does happen. Or you put happen, them down and you've never picked, you never pick them yes, back up. Yes, you're right. There we go. There we go. But I have to, because my emotional self and still those like postpartum anxiety <laughs> hormones flowing through my body, I have to tell myself when that happens, it's because then they're at a point when you can have these really cool conversations oh, with them. Yeah. And you can play games that you want to play with them and watch shows it's that true. you want to watch with them because they're actually becoming the human they're going to be in real life. I love that too. That's true. Like we do that now. Like now I watch like Wheel of Fortune with Jake and nailed it. And like, we're like, and he cuddles with me. I mean, that, oh my God. Did we miss any like big points that as a, you tell a two mom family that are a big deal in your family that maybe we wouldn't think of yeah a different I, dynamic I about that before because it's so much the same right i mean i was even talking to my mom and her partner the other day and they yeah. were telling me i mean it's still like okay well i usually mow the lawn and she usually like plans the parties but sometimes i just want her to mow the lawn but she's not gonna mow the lawn i'm still gonna mow the lawn that's really true with you know with, with, and with so mom and teresa it so yeah, and so I think it's like in the way that every family is different. It's yep. just it's just a diff like it's just an, it's just normal. Like you I were saying, yeah. Say that there's something crazy that like is, but like we're so normal that like normal. And I mean, in normal, like our our lifestyle is like compared to a, let's say a heterosexual couple. It's not like you do that on Saturday night. Like I do, I go to the same restaurant you guys are at. Like I'm, you know, I don't know. Um, all I can say is that for people that don't don't know anyone that might be listening to your podcast that are gay couples and like you're scared of them or you feel like you know terrified to be around them like I'm probably the most normal person to be around and like being around me it, when you're around me you don't even realize I'm a lesbian because it's just like oh I thing. actually think I actually think one of the biggest misconceptions about lesbians that is that if you're a woman they're gonna try to hit on you or something I have friends <laughs> by the way when I was younger, I used to make out with all my friends just because that was going to be my next question. Actually, I've I did totally because made out with girls with all like I 
if I ever wanted to make out with one of my friends, it was like never a problem. <laughs> Here's the thing that happens with my mom and her partner is that a lot of their closest friends, one or the other of them, has previously dated. Yep. So that's what makes me wonder with the with the whole mom friend world, and maybe that kind of is part of why you're like my friends are my friends. I don't like seek out mom friends per se but oh, with geez. our friendship like now you know you would think no funny business is going on but apparently Kayla had her head in Jen's ass <laughs> last week so you just never know but yeah that dynamic I'm sure is just slightly different I asked well, Jen if they is, were swingers like when so- I first met her <laughs> What'd she say? <laughs> I did. She thought Jen and Adrian were no, swingers. No, I didn't think they were. She told me like four different times about swinger friends. We and, have a, we have a lot. And of so them. I I ran. I remember asking you. It was like a month after I moved. I just got pregnant with Loxley, and I said, "No judgment. I'm just wondering, just so I know all my bases. Like, are you guys swingers?" And you laughed your butt off at me, and I was like, "Okay, I just needed to make sure." I mean, I could be convinced. Are you propositioning me? <laughs> well, apparently, have been in two of those relationships yes this oh. is true yes so I, I Jen knows all about that but like I I have had that experience a long term to long term experiences oh, like wow. that so I mean but I but that made me who I am like all those experiences <laughs> made me who I am like as like overall you know like just being able to kind of understand life better like my experiences have put me in situations where now I just am like Oh yeah, I've done it all and I've done it. So like, I'm not ever questioning or wondering or thinking things are weird because I've pretty much done anything that you guys think are weird. Uh, oh my gosh. Well, I, I actually do have one last question. What about the sort of sort of heteronormative um, forms that you fill out or oh, things like father-daughter dances and how do you approach it's like where who's the mom and who's the dad on a form right. ironically enough like we got our kids are very young still so like jake is only in second grade our little little one is in pre-k like he just started school this year um so we like we i we jump right into the school year making it very clear that our children have two moms and like they'll ask you sometimes to fill out a form of like tell us about your family like they're doing a lot of that and so that's like the first line is like Jake has two moms and one brother and like just to let them know you know and it's been and I'm very like you know good at making relationships with the teachers so they get to know me and Christina quite well um so I haven't really been in a situation like that yet but like a father-daughter dance or or I should say a mom dad well, I won't have that because a dad Sundance is that a thing? No, but but I mean a mother Sundance is so you two could both go with them. Right. I mean we that's would both yeah. Go. Right. But what would you do for a father daughter? A father son? No. Father daughter. They don't father have a daughter. Oh, obviously. Have a oh my god, have I had that much wine? No. <laughs> well, no. I just realized that the same thing. Like, I don't have that situation. <laughs> oh my but I talked to a whole bunch of psychic friends of mine, and they keep telling us that we're having a third baby. And well, see, I think I'm predicting it right here. Just throwing it out there. Just so you guys know, mine (laughs) cannot happen by mistake. I do have something that people probably haven't talked about yet, which is interesting. Um, So we both have a number of embryos that are still to this day frozen. Christina has them, you know, with the donor and I have them, same thing. And so we have like maybe, I don't know, 12 embryos that are sitting in a freezer that we pay for every single year for many, many years. And oh, by the way, I have a TV show, Jen. I got to tell oh, you about geez. this. Oh, Let's talk gosh. on my way home. I'll tell you about it off camera. Anyway, so um, so we keep paying for these embryos and we're scared 
or sad or like every time Christina talks about it, especially since we don't have one of her embryos, she cries. Yeah. So like, you know, I don't know when we can ever not pay for the embryos, even if we're not going to have the baby. Like I can't even deal with the idea of getting rid of them. People adopt embryos. Would you ever be up for that? I know they do, but then I'm like, my human is, is out like there. Right. another human. Yeah. And now I'm going to go get them. Now I'm going to go right. find them anyway. Yes. Right. So I don't so know. So you might yeah, well, as well just have 12 kids is what you're saying. Right. That, that is exactly. interesting because, you know, as a lesbian couple, you kind of have to deal with a lot of similar things as couples that are going through infertility. And even in the way that you ha- you chose to have your sperm donor maybe be able to make contact later, that's sort of a question that people who go through adoption. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ha- yeah go yeah. through. A lot yeah. of it is, is are, are similar, exactly the same thing. A I lot think of what we're going I'm through. I'm so intrigued by it just because a lot of the things that you're saying, I feel like are answers that I'm searching for with like my own journey, just cause I have no idea how my next kid is going to get here, but I know I have a void. So I love hearing non-traditional ways to get kids into this world because it doesn't have to look the same for everybody. However you get your baby in your arms is however you get that baby in your arms. Yep. We tell Jake, like, our baby was made from love. And he's like, okay. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. I will say that, like, and I'm sure you've had stupid comments made to you just because you have a different pregnancy journey but I've had someone come up to me before when I was talking about doing IVF and this person is not listening so I can say this she was very arrogant like just arrogant and ignorant like just all of it and she she looked at me and she was like um have you ever just tried to listen to your body if it's not wanting to get pregnant because I just really truly believe if it's not coming from God do you really want a test tube um baby and it like she was very bold with how she said it and I remember just being like yeah my body called and told you to shut the up (laughs) (laughs) I love that you love me that much but I remember thinking okay like I'm pretty sure I'm talking to the same God and he's like hey I gave those doctors all that knowledge so go use them like people are special sometimes it's so crazy no No. not at all and so I just I love just I don't know having like such a mom tribe of alternative well and at the end of the day I mean we think moms are awesome and if you get the bonus of having two moms moms? you are winning we all talk about having sister wives I mean two moms is great it's funny because so many people like complain about their husbands all of the time (laughs) and I have to be honest like Christina and I can have like our challenges randomly in our marriage but like we're cool. Like, we're always just like, if she does something that annoys me, I just am like, you're annoying me right at this Women are so much more socially aware. We're direct with each other, though. Yeah. I mean, the three and of emotionally us. emotionally aware. Yeah. We are so yeah, direct with each other. And I can so see important. how, and yeah. No matter who you're married to, that's important. It's just women, if you're, and Christina and I are very different. Like, we're yin and yang. Like, we're complete polar opposites. Like, when we're, what we can be similar, like, on the dance floor or have fun, but like, talking to us is very different so you know our views on things are are sometimes different but when or i should say the way we voice our opinions are different i'm very vocal she's not as vocal like things like that but we come together and just make it work and like we are the way we want to raise our children is exactly the same like we want the same exact things so before you get married to your people make sure you're on the same page because no matter what sex you marry that doesn't matter it's about being on the same page that's what's going to carry you through your life and make a good family i love that 
Thank you so much for joining us. I mean, honestly, we have wanted to talk to you for so long. Thank you for your transparency in this conversation and just your openness and willing to share with us. We don't want to ask dumb questions. Right. You there just be no dumb questions. Hopefully that's true. But if I ask her about the first time she made out with her wife, just kidding. Don't say that on this. <laughs> wait, wait, didn't she do a mom fashion for us? That was not the first time she yes, made out with her wife, but that was a funny story. Oh, we need to share that mom fashion because it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. I did. I sent you, I sent you some funny things about dildos and stuff. Yeah. I never did anything with it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Kayla crawled into her own vagina because she was so mortified. Uh, no. So she, uh, she's hiding under the table. But I actually think we should share that on this episode we because totally it's should. so hilarious. Oh my God. That is so I love funny. it. Well, uh. If she's scared, give me her address. I'll send her a special present. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're gonna continue this conversation off. Oh, off oh, like the recording the box. Imagine. With a penis? <laughs> oh my God, you're going to send me a penis. Uh-huh. Okay. Nope. Yes, that would be funny, actually. <laughs> oh Didn't Justin Timberlake do a <laughs> in the box uh, thing That's on SNL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought I made that up. I didn't yeah. make that up. Oh you didn't make that up. Entrepreneur. No, don't always make but it's still up. a great idea. Thank you. Yes. Uh. I'm good at making up <laughs> that I thought I invented. Oh, by the way, you know what? We have a product of the week for each episode, so maybe it's a <laughs> in the box. Oh. And body ball. We should make that a product of the week. Yeah, you Robin's can do a giveaway. Game. That's a great idea. It's really cool. Aww, it's really fun. I love that. You can do a giveaway. I don't know how if you ever do that. But yeah, let's do it. We'll do, we'll do a giveaway. giveaway. We'll do a giveaway. Yeah. If you listen to this episode, and let's do a code word. The first person to message our account with this code word. Penis. Oh, no, that's not a good word. Robin. Vagina. Vagina. Okay, so, oh, I just said that on air. Yes. <laughs> I love that she's so uncomfortable that she you, said the word vagina. You, you broke her, Robin. You broke her. <laughs> I, if I hung out with you, you would be ruined. So you need to come back to Nashville just for just for a weekend. I live right down the street from Jen. Yeah. And I have a bar at my house. So, <laughs> OK, we so the first person to listen to this episode and DM <laughs> at hi, my name is mom official on IG with the word vagina. <laughs> yeah, we'll send you a body ball. That's right. Yeah. You are loosening me up. I'm sorry. Sorry. On that note. On that note. <laughs> Love you. Love you too. Bye, Robin. Bye, I didn't Bye Today's episode is brought to you from The Russell. As of 2021, Mission Hotels have donated over 100,000 meals, showers, beds, and supplies to those experiencing homelessness in Nashville. Visit missionhotels.com to book your experience today. Your name is Mom.